Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I am your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Happy holidays, y'all. This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and then we break it down, whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about Spider-Man, No Way Home. But before we get to that, we have to tell folks about our own film, which they can watch right now on Prime Video. It's called Tiny Dancers, and it is a feature-length comedy that we made. It's kind of like a low-budget Bad News Bears meets Little Miss Sunshine. But that's our feature film. It's called Tiny Dancers, and you can stream it right now on Amazon Prime. Go watch it. So, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Spider-Man. (laughs) Spider-Man. (laughs) <laughs> I'm so excited for this, Patrick. You have no idea. <laughs> it's it's a fun one. I think a lot of people are excited for this movie. It's got uh, 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. This is the third Spider-Man movie starring Tom Holland as Peter Parker. There have been nine feature films overall that center on this character, which includes an animated film, Into the Spider-Verse, which we reviewed on this show. That's actually yep. our most listened to episode, Into the Spider-Verse. I don't even think you and I were that crazy about it. <laughs> no, actually, I no. wasn't. I wasn't. People well, love that movie. I mean, I like the story. I didn't like the way that it was just set up. The picture, like, I, I, like just, the animation. Well, yeah, because it caused me a lot of headaches. It caused <laughs> me a lot of like motion sickness. Like I couldn't. It's watch. a real jittery. It really is animated movie yeah. for sure. Uh, there's some cool stuff in there, but yeah, I. Yeah, to me, it's just like, it's a cool cartoon. I'm not like over the moon about it, um, but people really love that movie. And, you know, overall, this is our third Spider-Man movie that we've covered in our three years doing this show. I mean, this is a pretty popular character, and I'm pretty sure you've seen most of these movies. Well, I've... Even if you don't remember them, I think you've seen most of them. You've seen the Tobey Maguire ones? I've seen the Tobey Maguire, but not the third one. I never saw him getting infected with Venom. Okay. Um, It's got Topher Grace... Topher Grace is playing Eddie Brock in that movie. And yeah. then he becomes Venom. It's it's not good. I didn't see that one. And I, I think I saw Andrew Garfield's one. Like I, You and I definitely saw that first one in theaters. I don't think you saw the sequel. I didn't see the sequel. You opted out for that. I did. Um, but I, I absolutely love Tom Holland. I love him as Spider-Man. You prefer him over Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. Oh, yeah. Toby McGuire's character for me was a little jerky. Like <laughs> it's okay for like, Spider-Man to be a little jerky. He doesn't have to be squeaky sarcastic. clean. Sarcastic. Yeah, he I has mean, a little bit of an edge to him. He's still like a do-gooder. And, and but he has a little bit of an edge. I, I don't think I got Andrew Garfield's appeal for Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield's a good actor, and I, I think he was a good Spider-Man. He was well cast. It's just the movies that they put him in were garbage well here's the thing totally unnecessary i mean toby Maguire looks like he's 35 years old in his movies andrew garfield (laughs) 
Looks like he's in his 20s, 30s as well. I mean, Spider-Man was a 16-year-old boy. He's a high schooler, yeah. At the beginning. I mean, so, I get Spider-Man does need to age. Like, so you're I saying get like that. physically Tom Holland, he, he just he feels more appropriate. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And I just love his comedic timing. I mean, in my opinion, he's very funny. He's a talented actor. Yeah. No question. So yeah, so this movie, it picks up right where the last film, Far From Home, ended, which is with Spider-Man being outed as Peter Parker. Yep. And that's broadcast by J. Jonah Jameson. And this creates a whole bunch of problems for Peter and his friends and family. Peter and MJ, they have their MIT applications rejected. They did. <laughs> There's a lot in this movie about them getting into MIT. I know. Do they just assume they're getting into MIT? Well, they they have they they go to a science school. I mean, Peter Parker is a scientist. I mean, Tobey Maguire, throughout Andrew Garfield, they're all nerdy, brainy guys. Even when like the world is like collapsing in this film, he's just like, "Am I gonna get into MIT?" <laughs> so yeah, there's a whole lot of problems for him, and he gets fed up. And so he goes to Doctor Strange to ask for help and casting a spell. Ah, uh, I love Benjamin Cumberbatch. He's great. Uh, yeah, he's great. I, he's he's a lot of fun in this role. And we'll try and keep like this first part of the conversation as spoiler-free as we can, you know, just talking about what's been revealed in the trailers. But there's a lot of whole lot of spoilers in this. So we're gonna reveal some things. Yes. But yeah, he goes to Doctor Strange, and weirdly, like Doctor Strange agrees to do it. I'm not quite sure why he agrees to do this insane favor. I mean, it's a pretty big ask. And Dr. Strange, I thought he was more like disciplined and kind of rigid no. about... No, Dr. Strange is not rigid. He is like... <laughs> well, he's, he's called Dr. Dr. Strange. Yeah, I mean, so. he's, he, he, he probably did it just so he can do it himself because well, he wants to push his own power. Well, he has, he has a few lines of like, we've saved the world together. I feel like I owe you a favor. Yes. So I, I guess that sort of explains it. They both disappeared in the in the five year gap. Both Spider Man and Doctor Strange disappeared. They've been through some shit together. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. And yeah, Doctor Strange, he starts casting this spell and yeah, Peter he wants everyone to forget that he is Spider Man. Yes. Is the idea. And so Doctor Strange he starts casting this spell. And while he's casting it, Peter keeps interrupting him with new revisions. Like I want MJ to remember me and what about Aunt May and he's just kind of being like a whiny bitch yeah he was, he was <laughs> really a little, annoying in this little whiny bitch I mean you're, you're asking this guy yeah a big favor he's doing this very delicate incantation I mean work all this shit out beforehand I know before and then before you start bending reality yeah and then come to find out, Doctor Strange was like, well, if you actually petitioned MIT and, and to reverse the decision, he's like, what? I could do that? Yeah, he didn't even like, go to the MIT board. I, I mean, we just, a couple things you just got to kind of shrug off and go with. But the spell fails and it starts to get out of control before Doctor Strange contains it. Yep. Or so we think. And he tells Peter to get the hell out of there. And then shortly after, Peter is on a bridge trying to talk to an MIT admissions counselor. He just, like, goes up to her. Uh, why? So they, they find out that she <laughs> tried. Like, did he stalk this woman to this bridge? Pretty much, yeah. So one of the friends did get into MIT, and the friend told Peter the admissions lady was on her way to the airport. And Peter did his little, he doesn't care about, you know, nobody knowing about who he is. So he uses spidey powers to get over there. Yeah. And he just confronts her while she's in a car. Yeah. It's like, hi, let me into MIT. 
<laughs> and then craziness ensues. And so, yeah, at this point, the bridge gets attacked by Otto Octavius, a.k.a. Dr. Octopus. And we got Alfred Molina back in the role. Yes. And kind of a terrible CGI fight ensues. Well. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a memorable fight. There's a lot of CGI punching. But it ends with Octavius being captured and placed in a holding cell in yes. Strange's Sanctorum. Yes. And we learn that Doctor Strange's spell inadvertently pulled in characters from other timelines. Who knew Peter Parker's identity. So we are quickly reintroduced to a bunch of old Spider-Man villains from previous films, like Dr. Connors, a.k.a. The Lizard. We get Jamie Foxx's Electro, uh, Thomas Hayden Church's Sandman, and the big dog, Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin. Yes. And with each role, we get the respective actors that played them. Which was amazing. I'm so glad they were able to bring back the original actors. It's pretty fun seeing these actors and their roles. It is cool. And I imagine it it had to have been fun for these actors, too, to get another crack at these characters. there was a cameo by Daredevil. He's helping the family out. Like, after they get, like, charges brought on them. He's their lawyer. Yeah, Matt Murdock from the Netflix version. What they should have done... (laughs) You, should, you think they should have brought uh, Ben Affleck? Get Ben Affleck, Affleck. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> get Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Let's let's redeem that shit yeah. show. <laughs> I, I think Ben Affleck would have been like, hard pass. But I think actually John Favreau is in that Daredevil, yeah. so you can't be like crossing too many realities, I guess. <laughs> I don't think he's playing Happy Hogan in that one. And so, you know, it's kind of like catch the villain. And the goal here is to capture these guys and send them back to their respective timelines. And I guess really going any further would probably dip into major spoilers. Yeah. So overall, what did you think of this film? Oh, my God. I (laughs) would have given it a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) It was so much fun. And you've taken me to a couple of dog shit movies lately. So I appreciated this movie. I just thought it was very nostalgic, too. They brought back a lot of people. I'm, just, are, a, I'm right. just a big fan of this one. <laughs> so you, you had a lot of fun. I did. It was, it was good and times. You're not, you're and, not even and a huge Spider-Man I'm fan. I'm not. Yeah. And the White Claw was hitting the spot, too. <laughs> so you're mildly buzzed. Mildly buzzed. Which, which helped. I had fun with this as well. There's a whole lot of fan service. Yes. It's, this movie's all about the fan service. My main gripe with it is that none of the action scenes are that great, but the action is kind of secondary in this film. It, yeah, the story takes over because there's a lot of there's well, a lot about, of dramatic. It's about plot twists. It's yes. about character reveals. That's yeah. what's really kind of driving this. Which and, is which is what probably what I really liked about it is because it does bring more emphasis on the story. Well, the story is basically all, all fan service. <laughs> but as fan service, it's doing it really well. Uh, especially as someone who's been watching these movies for nearly 20 years. You know, yeah. I was in college when those Tobey Maguire movies came out. And seeing it all kind of come together in this film was a lot of fun. I will they say, did a real good job. I'm glad you made me watch rewatch Spider-Man 2. Uh, Toby Maguire's you, you should have rewatched too. all of them I didn't realize how dependent it was going to be on every single one but I knew for sure like Dr. Yeah. O- Octopus is in this so at least I knew two I knew, knew the main ones the fun villains the other villains I mean the lizard guy I mean that's that, a movie you've seen I I don't remember that <laughs> it's not good okay that's why <laughs> the Sandman I don't remember that yeah it's not good and then I don't remember Jamie Foxx's Again, with Jamie Foxx, that movie was such an, 
embarrassing shit show. It's nice to see him kind of come back in a better production. I mean, this he, and redeem the character yeah. a little bit. That that was yeah. nice. It's it's nice on a number of levels. Let's let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll get into spoilers for Spider Man No Way Home. All right, we're back, and uh, we're going to get into spoiler territory for Spider-Man No Way Home. So, Peter Parker, instead of sending the villains back to where they came from, which in many cases, they would meet their fate, which means they would die, Yeah, Spidey wants to cure them? Well, he gets the idea from Aunt May. So, Goblin comes in, Norm. Norm the Goblin? <laughs> Norman. But Norm makes him sound like he's a character from Cheers. Norman is evil. Okay, I got it. So he goes and he goes and finds Aunt May at the homeless shelter where Aunt May works. Okay. And Aunt May gave him the idea. And it's important that everybody knows that it was Aunt May that kind of changed his heart, saying that they need to be helped. With great... Power. Power comes great responsibility. Well, I guess that's true in a sense. Like, they're not acting evil from their own will. Like, they're kind of, they've been transformed. They've been transformed. So, yeah, it's about giving these villains a second chance. And Doctor Strange is all about just sending back to where they came from. Yeah. Which is kind of, that's kind of my mentality. (laughs) (laughs) But um, Spider-Man is not that guy. And I'm more Spider-Man. Like, let's help. I mean... What could go wrong? I mean, everything. So, yeah, he takes them to Happy Hogan's apartment. Yep. And he's successful in curing Octavius, but Green Goblin stops him before he can cure the others. Yeah, well, Green Goblin takes over Norman. And there's a big chaotic fight that that ensues at this time. And I think somehow in the melee, Aunt May gets killed by the Goblin. Uh, Yeah, she gets killed by one of Goblin's bombs. So that happens. And then meanwhile, MJ and Ned, they are learning how to open portals with Doctor Strange's sling ring. Oh, well, he, they, he's been capped. He's been like uh, trapped up he, in the mirror realm. He has been. Yeah. I mean, Doctor Strange is the only adult in this operation. Like maybe let him run the show. But no, they trap him. They, they sideline him. Yeah, they silence him. <laughs> So Ned, he's figuring out how to open these portals with the sling ring, and they're trying to find Peter Parker. So Ned is a magician. He's probably going to end up working with Doctor Strange. But is it like, is it anyone who has that sling ring can open a portal, or you have to have magic? No, you have to have... Magic. Yeah, you have to have something in you. Okay. So we'll be seeing more of Ned. So yeah, they're, they're trying to find Peter Parker, but instead they find different versions of Peter Parker. Yeah. And this is where our theater shit its collective pants. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. So first we reveal Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Yeah. And we see Andrew Garfield. He comes in. He interacts. And then they try it again. And then we reveal Tobey Maguire yeah. as Spider-Man. Or as Peter Parker, I guess. Well, yeah. He wasn't in his Spidey outfit. He was right. just Peter Parker. <laughs> I think Andrew Garfield has a line, you look like a like a cool youth pastor. Yeah, that was really fun. <laughs> There's a lot of quipping. There's a whole lot of humor and quipping. So yeah, so we, we've got these two Spider-Mans in the mix. And it, it all kind of leads to a, a big climax at the Statue of Liberty. And it's been, the Statue of Liberty, it's been redesigned to feature Captain America's shield. Yep. And I, I'm, I'm skipping over some things, I'm sure. I mean, they find our Peter, Tom Holland, and... Well, Peter, he's crying. He's crying. He, he wants revenge. And the other Spider-Mans are essentially 
helping him walk back off the ledge and get back. And then they, they all come together and collaborate with their respective scientific brains and they end up making the elixirs to help each one of the villains that's get back to normal. In the lab. There's that's a scene what, in the lab where they're all Yeah, that's what they're doing in the lab. And And they're successful at creating the, the elixirs. That's one of the big things I enjoyed is that bring back Toby and Andrew Garfield, it's not just like a one scene cameo. They're like an integral part of the final yes. act. And yeah. they're in on the action. And so it's fan service, but it's it's really well done. And I like that Toby and Andrew Garfield, their characters are continuing their journey in this film. Yeah. The same with the villains. Like the villains are, their characters are evolving through this film as well. I, I, I'm just, I'm such a fan. Like this, <laughs> this is like. It's fun seeing all three Spider-Man. It really is cool. Yeah. Like leaping around, swinging around. It's, yeah. I mean, it got and they find a lot out, of applause. They find out little things about each other. Like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is actually the only one that can create his own webs. Well, that was a difference from the Sam Raimi movies. Like, he just shot them out of his hand. But then in the subsequent films, it's like he has a device yeah. that like, that he builds that can harness that web power. And so, yeah, there's an extended exchange where they just kind of dig into that. And, and then Tom Holland, they, they're like, well, we're not used to working as a team. And then Tom's like, well, I am. I have the Avengers. And they're like, oh, cool. What's that? <laughs> Who are they? <laughs> Who are they? You know, it's it's fun. Yeah, it, it is fun. Cool. I'm not gonna lie. And uh, so yeah, like we're you know we're at the Statue of Liberty, and Parker he ends up curing Norman Osborn eventually, despite really wanting to kill him. Yes, kind of like tries to kill him, and then he, he cures him instead. Well, uh, because Toby jumps in. Toby jumps in, and Toby stops him, but Toby gets stabbed. But he doesn't. He, does he die? I don't think so. Doesn't no. seem like he does. He doesn't die. No, he gets sent back to his own time or his own dimension. Yeah, and all the villains get transported back to their respective dimensions. And Peter he asks Doctor Strange to redo the spell, which will effectively mean that no one will know who he is. Well, here, including he, MJ. Well, yeah, but there's a reason for that because there are so many other dimensions and people coming in. And then Doctor Strange is trying to keep them out and trying to close the gap. Shit's starting to fall apart. It it really is. And and Tom is like, well, what if you just made everybody forget? Will that Who? fix this? And he's like, yeah. And so I'm he like, says, let's do, it. let's do it. No exceptions this time around. So everybody has forgotten who Peter Parker is. He and MJ, they have a tearful goodbye. Yeah. The spell happens. And then we get a scene after that where he goes into a coffee shop where Ned and MJ don't recognize him. Yeah. And he kind of wants to tell them, hey, it's me. I'm Peter Parker. I'm Spider-Man. But he decides not to. And then he just kind of puts on his suit and continues Spider-Manning around. And that's that's kind of the end of it. Like he's yeah. back in his apartment, puts on a suit, and just starts swinging well, around. Well, he he's by himself now. I mean, yeah. he, I think he figured that with people knowing who he is, there he's putting them in danger. Yeah, and so he's taken that burden on himself. But now with the new Avengers, nobody's going to know who Spider Man is. So that'll be an interesting dynamic in the next movie, if there is a next movie. I don't even know if there is another Avengers. Yeah, I'm not sure. But it sets him up for more solo adventures. It does set him up for more solo without adventures. MJ. Yeah, but which I mean, I'm okay with. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not a big. Is Zendaya good in this role? 
she shows a lot more emotion in this she's, than she has in the past. So she's I was doing okay some crying at the end. Yeah, I was does. okay with it because usually her character is very like, huh, whatever. Yeah, I mean, the stakes are pretty high in this film. I'm so too cool for school. I'm glad she's showing some some yeah. reaction, some normal reaction to things. And yeah, there's a little stinger at the end with Eddie Brock, Venom. I'm not even sure what's going on in that scene, but he gets teleported somewhere and he leaves behind a little bit of Venom. Yes. I'm not sure what's going on. The uh, second Venom, or the Venom that we just watched this past year. Yeah. He goes and leaves on vacation. Like, he goes to an island and he gets away from everybody. So he has no idea what's going on. So why is he, like, in a bar? He's in a bar on an island. Is he still on the island? He's still on the island. What I think they're doing is try is going to set up the Sinister Six. They're trying to do that with the Andrew Garfield movies. They're really like aggressively trying to do that. It didn't work out. They're going to try and do that again. And they're in a good position to do that because you've already got the five villains in this film. And then you throw in yeah, Venom but, and then you've got your six. Yeah, but you just fixed them all. We see them all get teleported out of the scene. We don't see where they land. And yeah. Eddie Brock gets teleported somewhere. We don't see where he goes. So they're all getting teleported. The Sinister Six could begin with them all getting teleported to the same place. Yeah, but like I said, Venom is the only one that actually has the superpowers anymore. They've fixed everybody else. I mean, Octopus, he still has his tentacles, but now he's telling the tentacles what to do versus everything. But the You're Sandman, telling me they can't turn bad again? They don't have the power anymore. Well, I guess Lizard Guy, he's not the Lizard anymore. He's not the Lizard anymore. Either is the Sandman. He, Sandman is now a full man again, hmm. and they took all the electricity away from. So I, I was kind of, that. I was kind of hoping like they would bring in Eddie Brock in this film to form the Sinister Six in the climax. That might be way too much. I mean, this movie's already juggling a whole lot. I thought at one point like Kirsten Dunst was going to come in for a cameo. <laughs> We're doing so many cameos and I know. callbacks. I know, but yeah, overall this is um, this is a good time. This is a, it's a good Spider Man movie. It's such a great movie for sure. I mean, as far as as far as Spider Man movies go, this is a really good one. And uh, so, is this a good date movie? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yes, this is such a good date movie. I would say, I mean, you and your date should probably have seen a Spider-Man movie in the past. That's true. You guys need to geek out a little bit before you go see this movie. If you've never seen a Spider-Man movie, if you don't care at all about Spider-Man, I don't, I don't think this movie's going to make you a convert. <laughs> but yeah, assuming you have like a familiarity with the character, yeah, it's, it's a decent day movie. And I would rate it an A+. Plus. <laughs> it's probably one of my favorite, favorite movies of the year. I did enjoy this. I don't want every movie to be, every big event movie to be like this, though, where we're just I know doing I'll, callbacks. But I'll tell you, our theater was packed at 4.30 in the afternoon <laughs> Well, yeah, on a Thursday. I, I, mean, I mean, these tickets, when they went on sale, they crashed ticketing websites. Yeah. I, like, these were hard tickets to get. So, yeah, it's going to do great. And so that's my fear. You see the success that Avengers has. You see the success that this has. And it's like, well, more more crossovers, more callbacks, more bringing back fan favorites. I don't you know, I don't want that to be the future of big budget filmmaking, but whatever. I mean, it got people back into the theater. Yeah, I don't I don't want this to be for every movie, but for this movie, it it works. Yes. And yeah, I I did have a good time with this. I'll probably give it like a B plus. Fine. For what it is, it's good. It's good. I mean, for what it is, it's good. 
So, yeah, I guess that's it. That's Spider-Man No Way Home, directed by John Watts. You can find more episodes at anchor.fm slash night, as well as on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, where you can rate and review. Don't forget to check out our feature film, Tiny Dancers, which is streaming right now on Prime Video. We are on Twitter at DN Movie Podcast, and you can also email us at datenightmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Patrick. And I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening. See ya. See ya.